you know what? Ness and I were really trying to rack our brains about what an appropriate Pokeball would have been this week, and the answer was in front of us all along. <laughs> Is the hot dog a sandwich? tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Beldum Community Day is over, and Generation 4 is upon us as November is shaping up to be a really interesting month on this episode of GoCast. Hey, and welcome to episode 17 of the GoCast podcast. It's October 21st. We're here. My name is Chris. I'm your host, and I'm joined this week by both of my great co-hosts, Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Kyle is sick. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you couldn't if tell. If you can't tell. Oh. He's a little bit uh, beat up vocally. That was sad. Uh, but we're fresh from the fight here from our Belladum Community Day. We had a great time at the Lincoln Park Zoo in downtown Chicago. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, was that, it was, it was quite the community day. It was really nice. It was. There were a lot of people out. There were tons of people out. So much so that we were asked to disperse from the entrance while we were all doing a Mewtwo (laughs) raid for a fire. Yeah. Yeah. People weren't very smart about that one. No, they they certainly weren't. Uh, But we'll get into community day as we do once we get past uh, this little intro bit. Mm -hmm. Ness. My partner in crime. Yes. How did your week go? Let me remind you of your goal first. Yes, please do. Thank (laughs) you. Let me get my handy dandy notebook. Ness, your goal from two weeks ago (laughs) was to hit 37 Uh and catch your own shiny. I did share with the good listeners of this show that you did catch your shiny hat Pikachu. Yeah. So that was that. Yeah, I got that. That was part of my goal. And then I also hit 37. I'm actually almost a million into 37. A million. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, so that wasn't too long ago. I wasn't really in in play mode at all last week. I wasn't feeling very well. More but, like in defense mode. Yeah. Sideways, bit, if you will. Bit, yeah. But this week, I did a little bit more pogoing. We went out and took some walks and hit some raids, battled some gyms. Sure did. Caught some things. In short, we played some Pokemon Go. We did. We did. <laughs> I hit my goals uh, getting back into the swing of things after being out for a week, but I think yeah. it went really well. Community Day was a lot of fun. I always enjoy those. So, yeah. It's great. It a good and week. I, and I know, uh, dear listener, that you guys are wondering about our shiny goals for our Community Day, but mm-hmm. we'll get let's there. leave that we'll get into there. the microcosm of the event conversation when we get there. <laughs> so, Kyle, my attention and all ears turn to you. How did your week go? Let me remind you of your, of your goals, shall I? Wow, you're so on top of it. If you really want to. All right. So, here were your two... <laughs> Simple goals, Kyle. Easily achievable. The first one was to not botch best friends. Okay. How'd that go? Right. That happened this week. Okay. It did. Yeah. It's been a long week, hasn't it? We didn't botch it. We didn't. No. Successful experience gained. But this second goal here was to raid once a day. I failed. Miserably. Why'd you have to say it like that? Why did you just say, like, I gave my best shot? Didn't get the chance to get out like I wanted to. Life he's came up. Sick. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. True. Like in sick. case in case you still can't tell, I'm a little bit under the weather. 
it was yeah. a lot worse earlier this week. Now I'm just basically losing my voice, which is unfortunate. It was a hard, hard week for our immune systems last week. Yeah. And my girlfriend was under the weather, so... You sound a little bit sick, Kyle, but your voice is real nice and low. I'm liking this timbre. <laughs> I'm digging. Oh, no. Oh, don't yeah. make him laugh. Oh, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> How about you, Chris? How was your week? My week was great. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Let me... Uh, Remind yourself of those goals. Why let me you? tell you. My goal was pretty easy as far as oh, uh, good. the rest of the goals go. Under Undershot, I as had usual. To, no, actually, this was a lofty one. <laughs> um, I had to get roughly 700,000 experience okay. this past week to get to 39. And I did it as mm-hmm. of today. We were about to leave Community Day and we hit up one final Mewtwo raid. And that put me over the top. I'm still on level 39. So I'm in my final home stretch, as it were, for level 40. Maybe I'll hit level 40 by 2025. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you can do it, Chris. <laughs> Only 5 million more. I'm kind of on a roll, though, so I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I think you could do it by the end of the year. Easy. I really kind of want to do it by Thanksgiving. Okay. That's I was giving you until the end of the year. But... Yeah, it definitely is a <laughs> By stretch. Christmas, for sure, you can do it. Maybe by Halloween. Yeah. How about on Halloween? <laughs> I was really happy to finally get Deoxys off of my to-do list Mm -hmm, this past mm -hmm. week. I completely forgot. Dude, there was so much that happened this week. Completely. It was a really jam-packed week, It was definitely kind of all overshadowed, though, by the big release on Tuesday, which was Gen 4, which we're definitely going to get into here in a little bit. That was also this week. But before we get into Gen 4, because that's really going to be what the big conversation piece is about, why don't we go ahead and talk about the news? Most recent piece of news here, I mean, literally like an hour or two ago. Well, actually, we're recording at like almost 8 p.m. It was a while ago now. But uh, Beldum Community Day happened this past weekend. And if you weren't in, what, the first region, I think it was like Australia and Asia. Asia, Mm -hmm. you guys probably had an okay Community Day. But (laughs) apparently it was pretty bad for those regions. So allegedly they're getting a rescheduled Community Day. All our friends out there. Yeah, sorry, guys. I hope that you weren't too affected. And if you weren't affected and you are in those areas and you still got good amount of Beldums, you'll have two community days, which will be really great. Um, But yeah, apparently something happened. I didn't really have... I was driving around a lot today because I was picking up all of our friends, going downtown and coming back up. And we had to throw together these show notes really quick and heat up something to eat right quick. I didn't get a lot of chance to research it, but apparently... The internet was a buzz. We there was some bad weather, bad reception. Lots of stuff went yeah. wrong. So, uh, you know, sorry about that, guys. Hope you got something good out of it. And then hopefully you can make it to the next one, if not this rescheduled Beldum Community Day. But for the rest of us that were able to attend, ours went off without a hitch. Again, Lincoln Park Zoo, downtown Chicago, fantastic location for Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Had a really great time. Everybody there was really great. The animals were kind of like... Not out there. The camels were there. Every once in a while, we'd see an animal in an enclosure and be like, that's right. We're at a zoo. We're in a zoo. I mean, it, it was a little bit chilly. There were a lot of people. I'm sure they were just yeah. like peace guys. The zebras and the camels were having an okay time. Yeah. But the rest of them were just like, new way. Yeah. Staying inside. Yes. Thanks very much. <laughs> so yeah, we went down there with a few friends and uh, had a really great time. Yeah. So let's let's whip out the shiny goal for this mm-hmm. community day kyle's shiny count was uh he wanted to get six and how did you fare kyle i walked away with nine so pretty happy with that it's like a six but upside down there you go 
That's a, some good spatial recognition. Good job. Good job. I don't do well with numbers. I do well with shapes. That's a, yeah. Thankfully, okay. numbers are kind of like They're shapes. They're shapes. They're, they are shapes. Almost. Like language is shapes. They're almost like shapes, except they're that have meaning. non-physical. Goodness. Yeah. Shapes have meaning, Kyle. You take that back. <laughs> I don't know about you. Just like you're a square, Kyle. Has but, meaning, you did know? Did you hit 20 <laughs> shinies, Kyle? I don't think so. No. No, I didn't. Did you? <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't, but we'll okay. get there. Ness's shiny count. She wanted to get nine. What'd you walk away with? Nine shinies. Nine shinies. Nine shinies. Proud of you. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. And my lofty goal was greater than 10. Oh my goodness. Make well, it up. What did you get? You had to go crazy. 12. I got 12. Uh, Can we talk about the last like five minutes? Oh, you want to talk oh about God. me getting four shiny beldums in two minutes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like the home stretch. We were like looking at what was it? The event for us was one to four p.m. in our time zone, mm -hmm. and it was uh, three forty. Yes. And we had just taken our second bathroom break of the day. Wow! And I was out waiting for everybody to congregate, I'm getting a little bit antsy because I'm like, oh, gosh, I've only got eight. No, I've only got seven. I need to get more. Mm -hmm. I need to get at least four more in yeah. order to break, you know, 10. I need the greater goal. than 10. It yeah. wasn't 10. It was greater than 10. So I need to be at least 11. Yes. And I'm pointing at you again. I'm sorry. I do this all the time. <laughs> I'm telling stories. <laughs> she like leans back in her chair. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, and I had like seven. Like, oh my gosh. So there was like five Beldum around like a little, little corner. Mm -hmm. Like our friend Alex, who's been on the show before in the past, um, he came out of the bathroom and he's standing by me. And I clicked on it and I got a shiny, you know, customarily, tribal yell. Yeah. Shiny! And it was like, hey! <laughs> As we do, we all go, yay! That's really great. loudly. Whoa! And then one wasn't a shiny. And then three in a row were shinies. <sighs> I know. And about the third one in a row, Kyle was livid. Mad. And it was, it was a right. little Mad. bit. It was, you were peeved. You weren't angry. You were peeved. I didn't hit yeah. any shinies in the last hour and a half of the event either. <laughs> I felt so I was really like. Bad. How can you get all of them all in one cluster? And I haven't seen any. That's but funny. you know what? Regardless of anybody's luck, <laughs> I was the luckiest. Just want to say, but, okay. But we all did hit our goals, yeah. so I'm I'm rather happy for all yeah. of us. Yeah, it yeah. seemed very well balanced this time around. Except we saw a lot of Voltorbs. Yeah, it was like low key Voltorb community day. Uh, it wasn't as bad as the one time Dunsparce went to community Dunsparce day. community day. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst. Yeah. What community day was that? That was Evie. EV community day. That's correct. Day one. Uh -huh. Did you guys get any good IV Beldums? I know the answer to this question, I but did. I just. Oh, did you? What? Yeah. Well, we, got, we all got one. Yeah. But I actually got one that was like a 92 outside of that oh, one. Then a high CP and everything? Yeah. Because <laughs> my issues with my high IV ones is that they were all really low CP. It was one of my 600 something starting. How'd your shinies fare, though? Not too bad. I mean, they're not great. They're all like, I don't know, 70. 70 80 percent mm -hmm. that sounds mm -hmm. right not fantastic but not as abysmal as some of your shinies apparently yeah they were all really bad so they were all um trash cans yeah my best shiny was an 82 and i got two of them so oh that's you know, not bad at all actually usable. as far as shinies go Definitely 80 good. plus i kind of call that a win and we forgot to mm -hmm. talk about alex's his shiny goal which was oh. three and he got 11 well, Actually, originally, yes. on the way there, we were like, Alex, you have to have a goal if you're going to hang out with us mm -hmm. today. Yeah. And he's like, one. One. And we're like, no. He's you like, need, well, you at least more. three. And about like, you know, 30 minutes and he got all three. And he's like, well, I'm done. 
Right. That's great. <laughs> his his reply was, it went so dang well, 11 shiny Beldum, a 94 Ivy regular one, a shiny Pineco, a Breloom, and a Lopunny for some deck entries and two new Mewtwo's. It's true. Yeah, he, he had a really good day. He had a really yeah, good day. Yeah, he got a shiny yeah. Pineco and super jealous of that. He gets all the fun that. shinies. <laughs> he just sits there while we're like all actively doing something. He's like waiting for us what? or something, this and he like- gets cool shinies. Like he got a shelter at GoFest when he was just yeah. waiting on the bench. Yeah. And he got a shiny pineco while we were just standing there trying to figure out what we were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. We were Alex, going through the middle like of this? the zoo for, I think, the third time this right. uh, this afternoon. And we're all just kind of like standing there clearing out the bunch of Beldum that were there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kind of like just puts his phone down slowly. He's like, shiny pineco. I'm like, <laughs> oh. He's like, matter of fact, shiny pineco. Like, <laughs> really? Come on, dude. Like, right. <laughs> very excited for him. That's fantastic. Did you guys actually calculate how many you caught today? Because um, mine was about 320. Whoa. Well, I, did I not was nowhere near that. that. I thought it was like 200 something. Mine was not 320. I'm lying to you guys. I think I you got like 250. No, I think like... it, was two, it was 230, not 320. I'm sorry. I was going to say it was like around... The inverted of that. Yeah, it was about, about 230. Um, so I think because like two, 250 is like a like a really good, like a good average. If you're not quick catching or doing anything crazy like that, which I'm not. not. So <laughs> like 230 was good. I was happy with that number. Let's see. I caught 204. That's not bad at all. Yeah. I think around 200 is a pretty like pretty good, good number. Yeah. Um, but did you were you pineapping at all? No, I wasn't. I did for the first few, and I was like, this is taking too long. I don't have time for That's this. That's fair. That's really fair. Kyle I and I were both that. like, nah. <laughs> yeah. So one other thing to mention about this community day is that it was one quarter egg hash distance if you put eggs in incubators during that event. And one thing that people were reporting afterwards, and we were definitely noticing during the Not event. Not that, is that many eggs. A lot of eggs were yeah. dropping from yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten a single 10K egg since I've started Gen 4. Really? Yeah. I've only been getting 5Ks. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my handful of them while we were there, but none of them were any good. Yeah. Um, I got one Shinx hatch. The rest of them were like trap inch. Porygon. Por- oh, my God. <laughs> I like almost started crying. So ready for Porygon Z. Yeah. I'm tired of trap inch, personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Flygon's a cool Pokemon. Don't get me wrong. One of my favorites, Fire. but like, I'm tired of hatching trap inch. I hatched a Mr. Mime today. <laughs> one of my old regionals that I yeah, had, yeah, apparently. So, thank God we're done with that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing to note about Community Day is that Meteor Mash is an absolute monster. We talked about Meteor Mash being in the code, but we didn't talk meteor about its stats mash. or its. It's the Meteor Mash. I, the I meteor can't mash. think of a way to really do that well. He's in a Metagross. Uh, I guess we just kind of say it in that voice. Yeah. People understand. You have to have like the Frankenstein voice. Yeah. A little bit. Mm. <laughs> Meteor Mash is really good. We didn't talk about the DPS or anything like that, but since there's been a lot of conversations about it, since we figured out what the base power is and what you guys can expect. So if you guys have a few Meteor Mash enabled or abled Metagross, here's what you can use them for, and this is how you probably should use them to get the most out of them, if you so choose. So with Meteor Mash, uh, Metagross now is basically the best steel attacker in the game, and the bullet punch slash meteor mash moveset is so good that it should be your choice whether you're attacking or defending. Mm. It's better for both. Interesting. And that's because meteor mash offers 
roughly 25 it's like actually 25 point like seven or something like that percent more dps than the previous leading move set which i think was bullet punch and flash cannon maybe something like that yes it's it's regardless yeah hands down meter mash is like a vast improvement for your metagross i just had kyle standing next to me as i was evolving my metagross going you need to tm that (laughs) you need to tm that that. so it's bullet punch (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, she's okay. like oh yes. you mean like this <laughs> click yeah because she has a stack of i've seen i them. do she's 20 hoarding 20 TMs. and 20 tms yeah, yeah that's crazy that's a lot of tms oh, sorry yikes i only have like six <laughs> sorry, charge tms rich. right now well it's because you're using them right yeah i mean i have i mean that's them. what they're supposed to do so yeah okay i mean <laughs> Throwing look, shade i saw someone reason. i saw someone with 1300 rare candy the other day so oh my god it takes what? all kinds to play wow. this game I mean, what are they waiting for? I don't know. No idea. Wow. At least like, just store 300 of that in a Mewtwo, man. Like, you're going to want to use it. Why not? Why have it take up bag space? Everyone takes their own path. <laughs> Everyone takes their own path. So what do I do? Yes, I have a sir. Metagross okay. from pre-Community Day. Yes. Um, so Throw he, him out! He has Zen Headbutt and Earthquake. Put him in the dumpster. Flash Cannon. It's, it's not even a joke. Don't. Bullet Punch and fa- Flash Cannon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if okay. you're desperate. Yeah. But I mean, his earthquake is also weather boosted, so he's 145 for that. Yeah, but it doesn't well, matter right because now, it's though. a ground type move, and it's he's still psychic. I, well, that's true. It ain't stab. So, and the okay, I'll change it, it. If it ain't stab, it ain't fab. Okay, all right. I'm switching him. Out. I got it. I got it. I'm doing it. Jeez, tough I crowd. Would, don't throw him out. It is worth noting that steel type is only really super effective against fairy in meta relevant discussion. I think it's also super effective against rack. So he's a good generalist. He can only learn psychic or earthquake, apparently, is what I've learned from five TM so far. Oh, that's not oh, true. No, he can definitely not, learn flash cannon. It's not true. Oh, he doesn't want to. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, he's obstinate. He's uh, he, yeah, just, maybe just leave it. Maybe just leave it for now. All right. He knows he's out of date. <laughs> that's <laughs> he, he's my lowest one. He doesn't so. want to learn. Can't teach an old metagross new moves. Apparently not. <laughs> Actually, you can't. Meteor Mash is gone now. Uh, yeah, I know. That's yeah, too bad. Okay. All right. That's too bad. Wow. All right. Hey, let's move on, shall okay, we? Yeah. Community Day was great. We had a good time. Eggs were kind of weird, but positive vibes, right? Yeah. We're all happy? Mm-hmm. It was good. Okay, good. It was good. fun to see so many pogoers to the point where it was like clogging up the zoo, but everybody was just kind of parking in the same places whenever there would be a big spawn point. Everybody would just be hanging out. Yeah, it was pretty. It was on pretty the edges yes. of the exhibits. It was a good we, time. Uh, we didn't mention the Mewtwo raid except in passing, but that happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody just went all to the same spot and they just stood there even after they'd completed their raid and were catching. Oh yeah. He, yeah, let's let's take a let's take a moment to do a quick PSA, y'all. So this episode, just just in advance, we're not going to have a Europe section uh, after the news today. So we'll just go from news into Pokalore later because um, Kyle's feeling kind of under the weather. So get ready for a little extra sampling of tips and tricks throughout the news section here today. Ooh. Here's number one. PSA. Yes, if you're in an area where there's lots of people in your rating, I realize that this does not speak to a lot of players out there because a lot of people play out in areas where this isn't a problem. Pretty but real. if you're in a very crowded area, like a mall or say... A zoo, a zoo, maybe. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. If you're in a large area, first of all, I do have to say prior to saying this in general, that there was a stroller with a baby in it that was yes. trying to get through and people could not, there was standing room only where we were, no, people could not move and somehow we still 
made a path for this baby in a stroller to go through. And people were just yelling, baby in a stroller, baby coming through, baby, stroller, move for the stroller. And people moved and it was great. I don't know how we had room for that, but that baby got through just fine, <laughs> whatever. But if it's jam-packed like that and you're just trying to get into a small area and get into the lobby and stuff, once you're in the lobby, once you're in the fight, finish your Jump fight. Out. And then you can walk away out of out of the reach, the regular zone that you can interact with the gym to catch. That's fine. As long as you're not going over 55 miles an hour, you're going to be fine. You'll be able to, to still catch it. Get out of there so that you can help ease the congestion in that area. Sorry for the... Sorry for the word use there, Kyle. I know we're struggling with some congestion on your end. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> as far as physical congestion goes, help be part of the solution and help remind people that they can leave once they're catching already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. Yes. Um, so now that that's out there, let's move on to probably the biggest piece of news that happened this week and will be the biggest piece of news come Tuesday yet again. Gen 4. So, okay. All right. I ruined it. <laughs> I ruined <laughs> Spoiler it. Spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in true podcast fashion, we record our shows on the weekends. We know that other podcasts do their shows on the weekends or prior to Tuesday, awfully close to Tuesday. And on Tuesdays, big updates happen. And this past Tuesday... A very big update happened. It was the Gen 4 release, or at least a percentage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't actually get the floodgates. We didn't get a lot of things that we're still looking forward to, but we got a fair amount. We it's got like, some we got like 20 a some odd of it. Yeah, yeah. So on Tuesday, we got a fair amount of Generation 4 Pokemon, and here they are. The new Pokemon are the three starters. So that's Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup, including their evolutions. It's Turtwig into Grottle, into Torterra, Chimchar into Monferno, into Infernape, Piplup into Prinplup, into Empoleon. And just kind of a quick little thing, are any of these worth powering up? Absolutely. Your Empoleon is pretty strong because it's a dual water and steel type. So that's a nice typing right there. I have my Infernape. Infernape isn't that bad either. Torterra is less than impressive. <laughs> um, you know, I, I understand that a lot of people, especially this past week, we got a lot of emails since last episode kind of talked about, you know, us not really meeting people that like Turtwig. I found out that actually the majority of people really like Turtwig. I had no idea. The Did crazy. you know, Kyle? They're crazy. Turtwig is cute. He I is. Like Turtwig. But. Grattle and Torterra are dumb. Uh, Yeah. Torterra is kind of weird. I don't really like the whole like big tree on his back. That's kind of strange. He's Grottle, like a Zen garden and a turtle mixed together. Yeah. Grattle with the bushes are okay. Um, but the tree on Torterra's back is a little bit freaky for me. I'm okay with the tree. Okay. It doesn't bother right. me. Well, Ness is a Turtwig person. No, I'm an everybody person. I like all things. Okay. But what about. The penguin. Do you like Piplup? I like Piplup. Piplup's Pokedex entry is that he has an attitude problem. You know what I really like? What? Whalmer. Whalmer's not a Generation 4 Pokemon. That's okay. What about Nosepass? How do I you love like Nosepass. Yeah, you like Nosepass. <laughs> there was, it was great. So everybody, everybody in the group knows that Ness loves Nosepass, and there was one Nosepass that spawned today, and we all just yelled Nosepass, and her face lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love Nosepass. Where I'm, is he? I am waiting for his evolution. Pro-Pass is going to be a glorious day. I'm so excited. Yeah. So on with our list. We had Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup, and their evolutions, and we got Starly into Staravia, into Staraptor, which is like the Pidgey of this generation. I love this line. They're fantastic. Staraptor is going to be an actual, uh, well, I don't want to say 
great, but he's going to be usable. a notable flying type. Yeah, he, he's going to be usable. He's not meta, but he's a good flying type worth having. And then we got our Lord and Savior, Bidoof, and his evolution, Bibarel, which I don't understand why you'd ever evolve into a Bibarel when you could have a great Bidoof. Just me? No. That's everybody's no. opinion. Yeah. Next is Cricketot into Cricketune, which is kind of a cool bug Pokemon in design. Stats-wise, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's filling your Pokedex. Yeah, he, he's definitely a Pokedex filler. Yeah. I like him. He's, again, yeah, the the uh, mustache is the winner for you. It really is. Yes. <laughs> I love Pokemon with mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and all of the ones we just mentioned can all be found in the wild, except for Torterra, Infernape, and Empoleon. But all the other ones, including the evolutions, can be found in the wild. This next line can only be found in raids and 10k eggs. Mm. That's the Shinx line. So Shinx, Luxio, and Luxray. And Shiny Shinx is available in raids. That's tier one raids. We'll get into the raid shake up in a little bit here, but that's exciting. On to our first regional, which is Pachirisu. It's going to be a regional for Russia, Alaska, and Canada. Cold Pokemon. Yeah, it's an electric squirrel. Woo! That sounds like a Pretty neat. dance. The electric squirrel? Yeah, well, I don't know what the kids what are doing nowadays. Like? You well, know, it's... Can you do it while you're sitting down? It probably looks like... a squirrel being electrocuted if i had to guess like Ooh, it like ran across the power line and just, i thought maybe it would be like know. a like just <laughs> we're, almost, we're doing it that's right now my, you can't see it's a great it, a great dance for an office chair <laughs> yep yep not doing anything else but with my head that's just moving around <laughs> electric squirrel uh-huh. all right cool so yeah that's in russia alaska and canada and then next up is Another one that you can find in the wild anywhere that's Baneri into Lopany. That's a rabbit Pokemon that evolves into a taller rabbit Pokemon. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool. It's a cool Pokemon. Get out there and catch one. And then don't worry about catching them ever again because it's just got kind of a Pokedex filler. We have another regional up next. It's called Chatot. It's a regional for the Southern Hemisphere. So Saudi Arabia, Peru, Ecuador, Brazil, Australia, Uruguay. Argentina, South Africa, Chile, Zambia, Paraguay, and New Zealand. These are just the reports we've seen from this first week, but we're pretty sure, considering the amount of reports that have come in, that this is pretty accurate here. And I'm going to skip ahead to our last regional before I say the last two Pokemon. Carnivine is our third regional released in this generation. It's for the southern states so far. So Tennessee, Atlanta, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, and then the Bahamas, which isn't a state, but, you know, the Bahamas. Cool. Yeah. So it's like a Venus flytrap Pokemon. Single stage, as it is with most regionals. It's kind of freaky looking. I would love to take a vacation just to find regionals. Is that nerdy? Is that weird? No. Yes. <laughs> it's not weird, but it's very nerdy. Yeah, okay. I'm with Kyle okay. on this one. All right. I, I agree. Uh but we kind of plan our vacations around Pokemon a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I would. So when is the trip to New Zealand? Uh, oh, maybe next year. Enough. Next not year, probably. Enough. I mean, we are planning on going to Australia as it is. So maybe we could just. We'd have to hop over to New hop, Zealand. Skip, jump over there to New Zealand. Yeah, I guess so. We'll just have to. Yeah. Bummer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's grab armfuls Extra of relic stops. Wow. Yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. So the last two Pokemon here are from 10K eggs only. 
is is what we found out so far. So Riolu, which is the unevolved form of Lucario, which is arguably like the poster child for this generation, kind of. Lucario is a very popular Pokemon. It's in Super Smash Brothers, all that. One thing to note about Lucario, though, is that even though his stats are really great, his moveset is not that fantastic right now, i.e. Aura Sphere is not in this game, which is his signature move, which is kind of disheartening for those of you that are big Lucario fans, because I know there's a lot of them out there, but that is a good sign moving forward, because maybe he'll be the focus of a community today. Yeah, and he'll have a... uh... Special move. He'll have his own signature move. Thank you. Or a sphere would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it really would. Uh, so, Kyle, I, I've been talking with Ness nonstop about Generation 4 this entire week, so I've yes. gotten my fill. Can confirm. Yes. Do you have <laughs> any feedback on these Generation 4 Pokemon? Because we haven't heard anything from you all week about this. I mean, of the ones that are released, it's kind of just whatever, honestly. Yeah. Like, the only one that is really any meaningful to me is Riolu and Lucario. But like you said, he's not very great. So he's just kind of a really cool Pokemon. In terms of Gen 4 in general, I'm really only looking forward to the evolutions. Okay. And the legendaries. I mean, how how do you feel about like regionals and stuff? I'm a little disappointed that there's not one that we can catch, (laughs) but like, okay. That's very fair. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, you know, I I like the uh, the starter Pokemon from this generation. I do. So it's kind of nice to see new Pokemon and also the new spawns because of these new Pokemon are pretty great. Okay. And as Kyle kind of mentioned, unfortunately, we haven't heard any news on new evolutions. They aren't enabled for for any of the Pokemon that are supposed to evolve into them. Because if you didn't know, we mentioned this on the show before, but in case you're just joining us here, um, there's about, was it like 23 or 26 Pokemon that are evolutions from previous generation Pokemon or you know, have babies or whatever. Yeah, it's 26 if you count baby forms right, as well. Right, yeah, it's about 26. So none of that stuff is really enabled yet. So no Honchcrow from your Murkrows, no Mammoth Swines from your Pillow Swine. None of that is enabled yet, or no, no Rhyperiors from your Rhydons. Unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. But the expectation is that was set up by the articles that came out when Generation 4 launched on Tuesday was saying, hey, at the end, trainers will be releasing these in waves. So what you can kind of expect here is probably every Tuesday or so to get some piece of news regarding Generation 4. This upcoming Tuesday kind of coincides, actually, since it's the 23rd, with Mewtwo leaving raids. Yes. And there's kind of a lot of speculation about that. Is there going to be a Halloween event? Are we going to see the ghost types from Generation 4? What's the new raid boss going to be? That's an ongoing conversation. I don't want to spend too much time speculating here today. Just really quick, on Tuesday, if you guys could just wrap it up really fast, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen next? New raid boss that's going to sub in for me too, obviously. Um, and I think what do you a... think it's going to be? I don't know. Okay. Garantina? Probably Garantina. Yeah. It's 100% Garantina, yeah. especially because we know it's moveset. Its moveset's been released, and it's That's fair. real yeah. lackluster. So Garatina, and then maybe... Which is very sad. I don't know. I can't decide if it's going to be a new wave of Pokemon or if they're going to allow the evolutions. Okay. All right. Kyle, what do you think? So we're all pretty much on the same page for Garatina on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, so besides that, what do you think's going to happen? I think they're going to release more Pokemon 
and hold off on the evolutions even longer. Okay. Kind of because they kind of have to do all the evolutions at once, in my opinion. Otherwise, it's going to feel weird. I agree. So they're going to hold off on that huge wave until everything else is done. I agree. Yeah, my my theory is pretty close. I think if the choice is between either new evolutions or new Pokemon, I think it's going to be new Pokemon since it'll probably coincide with a Halloween event and those new Pokemon will be ghost-themed with a couple of other, like, fillers. That's my best guess. But who knows? We'll see on Tuesday. So uh, moving on from there, we did get some new raid bosses, and that's just kind of at least for now because... This is kind of showing signs that it's going to be rather temporary considering what's on this list. Tier 1 is the notable one. Tier 1 is Baneri, Shinx, which, remember, can be shiny. Cricketot and Bidoof, all hail Bidoof. Tier 2, Alolan Executor, Mawile, Curlia, Sneasel, and Lickitung. So if you didn't get all of the Gen 4 prep that you needed to out of those Pokemon, go ahead and grab those. Namely, Curlia, Sneasel, and Lickitung. Tier 3, Alolan Raichu, Pillowswine, Porygon, Tangela, and Machamp is back. He wasn't back for like two weeks or whatever. Tier 4, Alolan Marowak, which I've seen a ton of now, which is really yeah, frustrating. because we didn't see any for the longest time. Like two months of me complaining about not having one and like mm-hmm. getting near mm-hmm. misses and just like trying to hunt them down. And now I have three. So whatever. <laughs> Absol's out there too for Tier 4. Agron, which I don't know who that's for, but if you only have one Agron right now, that's okay. You don't need any more Agrons. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah, I've got like three that I just can't bring myself to put away because I kind of invested a lot of Stardust into them when I thought they were okay before I got good. Um, But (laughs) no, actually with the stat rebalance that kind of happened last last Monday, but then kind of got reverted and went back out. That was that was a weird situation. Um. He's going to have perfect CP of 3,000 at Ooh. max level, 100%. That's nice. So he'll take the Espeon spot, which is going to be not around 3,000, which I'm sad about. Um, and then the last tier four, Tyranitar is back. And as far as tier five goes, Mewtwo is still out until the 23rd, like we said. And Deoxys is in EX raids. The last thing here before we move on to the Poke lore is that sponsored Pokestops are kind of taking a back seat. And I want to know what you guys have to say about this. So I saw a couple of things on Reddit that this was pretty much widely, um, widely speculated and then widely confirmed by a lot of people. There's lots of reports of Starbucks gyms losing their EX status. Yeah. There's no confirmation of whether or not Starbucks is going to actually continue and re-up their sponsorship because sponsored stops kind of came out like a year ago now sure a little bit mm-hmm. not sure what's going on with them but sprint actually came out and said that they're no longer going to be continuing their sponsorship so those pokestops are going to go away mm-hmm. but people think that starbucks stores losing their ex raid status in a couple of cases not all of them not even like a majority it looks like but a like a number a Some notable amount mm-hmm. uh might be an indicator that they're gonna stop doing their sponsorship maybe i mean i don't know it's kind of a bummer what the sponsorship entitles whether they have to pay for that kind of thing yeah i'm not sure i don't know if it's you know kyle you could probably speak to it a little bit better but has it taxed starbucks that you've seen has it caused problems i don't remember it causing problems not not personally at least not in my experience i've definitely had my share of people coming in to the cafe or through the drive-thru playing. But 
my stop is my store is not a gym. Mm-hmm. It's only a poker stop. So gyms might be a different story. I imagine if you're like an EX raid store, it might be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I think largely the impact is going to be that Sprint stores and Starbucks stores just added a lot of stops to a yeah, lot of areas. There's just so many of them. In some areas, that was one of the only stops available. Mm-hmm. I could see removing the EX status but staying sponsored because, you know, the EX status basically guarantees a terrible time of 20 plus yeah, people showing that's up fair. every time. Every two weeks, guaranteed. So here's what I'm thinking. And they probably don't want That's that anymore. Because they're opening up Pokestop suggestions right. and submissions now. So they can take away the sponsorship in favor of people actually putting forward suggestions that are relevant to their communities and where they need them to be. So why would they need sponsored stops anymore when they're going to be an influx of so many per you know town, wherever people are? Right. I think that might be where the timing of this Pokestop yeah. uh, submission system was coming in because... Mm-hmm. Actually, this past week, I didn't put it down for the news, but it did, the beta version for level 40 players did roll out from Mexico to this past week. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, that's what, three regions now? Mm-hmm. That's Mexico, I think, mm-hmm. Africa. No, not Africa. Brazil had it. It was Brazil, South, South Korea, Korea, Korea mm-hmm. uh, Africa, not Africa. I'm so sorry. I keep saying Africa. Mexico, Brazil, Mexico, Brazil South Korea. And South Korea. There we go. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for stepping <laughs> me through that. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's looking more and more like we're getting some more stability in the, in that. So um, uh, it's really encouraging to see that the Pokestop submission system in the beta for those other two countries worked out so well that they're going to roll it out for the entirety of Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. I know. We got to walk around with Terry Wolf earlier this week and- he just had so many plans for what his neighborhood was going yeah, to look like with around, those focus like, stops. We're walking around the square and he was like, and that's going to be a stop and that monument's going to be a stop and there's a monument on the other side. There are so many monuments. He might have stops. a grand idea he, of how that's going to work he's, for him. Like, he was basically like, I'm going to build a mecca for Pokemon <laughs> Go. People are going to come to Woodstock to play Pokemon Go. I'm like, all right, that sounds awesome. And he was like, I hope it works he was out. like I'm going to start assigning stops to people in my Discord so that we don't clog it up so they can mm-hmm. get through our area a lot quicker but you know so- <laughs> i i never realized how many landmarks are actually in that small area he's absolutely right no, he there are correct. that entire town you, is fully eligible you, to I mean, like, when they say the historic woodstock square they mean it you kind of laugh a little bit especially yeah. if you're from the area like whatever but mm-hmm. you walk around there and you can't go five feet lot. without tripping over something that's dedicated to somebody else or it's yeah. like bill murray breathed in the air above this piece of sidewalk Jessica Biel tripped over this chair once. So now it's <laughs> Dick Tracy was conceived right here in somebody's <laughs> brain. No, like, uh-uh. Absolutely. People don't know what Dick Tracy is, probably. Yeah, like, there's a lot comic, of stuff over there, strip. though. There it's is a, a lot. Strip. Orson Welles. Yeah, Orson, yeah mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Orson mm-hmm. Welles. Orson Welles is like the part that you don't like remember, but Orson sure. Welles grew up in Woodstock. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dick Tracy, Orson Welles, and Groundhog Day. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. I always forget about Jessica Biel as well. There, there's a few other things in there, too. The Opera House, the Courthouse. Yeah, but is the Opera House really as notable as Jessica Biel? <laughs> Was the Opera House on 7th Heaven? I don't think Riddle so. Riddle me that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I would be thrilled to live so close to the largest Pokestop known to man. They're all just going to like group together and just become like a giant Pokestop that you can see for 50 miles on your game. And you can spin. And you spin it once, and your inventory is full, no matter what size it is. You know how that. You know how when you transfer like fifty Pokemon at once, and it like it doesn't just make the one Pokemon candy making sound. 
once it makes it 50 times at the same time and it sounds amazing that's what i want i want just like that just like 500 items just like you spin it just bop (laughs) and you're back and the best part is you get 5,000 experience per spin oh man you're really selling me on this idea here kyle anyway uh, anyway, I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this because also there's a bunch of Pokestops that are sponsored in the Netherlands. They have so every single country has a different sponsorship package. So like in Japan, I think McDonald's has it. Really? Yeah. So the McDonald's mm-hmm. there are all sponsored subs, which is weird. I I'm really surprised that America doesn't have that as well because that would really fill out America. <laughs> kind of like There'd McDonald's already many, does. Too many, maybe. Yeah. Um, but in the Netherlands, there's apparently a uh, umbrella company of malls that is going to have all their sponsored stops removed, which is like all the vast mm-hmm. majority of sponsored stops. So, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping that this submission system comes out real soon because otherwise some people that are very used to those stops are going to be kind of sad. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So shout out to those people. We feel you, but don't worry. A replacement is coming. And we're going to skip over Gear Up because we just kind of did Gear Up. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. It melded into the news. One last little thing about Gen 4 I will say before moving on to Pokalore is that if you haven't got the chance already to go out there and really give it a good try at catching these Pokemon. Yeah. These small waves are kind of underwhelming for sure. And there's some difficult things to get like the 10k eggs and stuff like that. But the more you can get out there and catch now and get ahead of the curve the less you're going to have to worry about digging for later as these spawns are now more prominent. Yeah. Um, I mean, the starters are out there in force. You're, you're going to find a bunch of them. I had no problem getting my level three um, starter evolutions like Infernape and Empoleon and mm-hmm. um, Torterra within three or four days of just super casual playing before I even got a chance to get out. So you should have no trouble, hopefully. Or little trouble. Yeah. Some trouble? Go. Minor troubles. Uh, just less trouble than you'd expect. <laughs> I'm not sure what your expectation is, but I have an expectation for what your expectation might be. Sure. And that's minimal trouble. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Speed of minimal trouble. Pokalore time. Pokalore time. All right. So we're going to talk about Deoxys, um, who is our current EX raid boss that you see out and about, or as we like to call him, Mr. Noodley Arms. I thought you were about to say Oot in a Boot. Oot in a Boot. Mr. Yep. Pool Noodle Arms. That's for you, Rob. There he is. I'm pretty sure it's like oat in a boat, more more realistic. Yeah, but when you're making fun of a Canadian right, accent, I don't boot. think it really matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. Okay. Tell me about noodles. Yeah. So noodles. Uh, Deoxys normal form, which is currently out. Deoxys is an alien-like bipedal Pokemon that has four forms, each focused on a different stat. The main components that are constant for all four forms are a dominant reddish-orange color, a bluish-green face, and three bluish-green dots on its back arranged in a triangle. Typically, there is a purple stripe running down the center of its face and a purple crystalline organ on its chest. Its white, circular eyes are set inside rectangular black eye sockets. In its normal form, which we see now, Deoxys has tapering legs with a segmented vertical blue stripe on the upper portion. The abdomen is black with vertical lines, while the majority of its skin is reddish-orange. The arms are capable of taking different forms, usually a pair of tentacles coiled in a double helix or the noodles. One tentacle is the primary skin color, while the other is light blue. Alternately, it can form more humanoid arms with a red top and blue underside and a five-fingered hand. This form has a blunt protrusion with a single blue stripe on either side of its head and its stubby tail. Stubby tail. Stubby tail. 
So the stats for the current normal form that we see, um, its max CP is only 2749, which isn't too bad, but it's up there. Um, its attack is 345, which puts it at the number two attacker out of the 516 that we see now. That's absolutely nuts. It is. And it's the normal form. It's not even the attack form. Nope. Attack form. The attack form. The attack form. Yeah. <laughs> its defense is 115, so it's super squishy as far as that goes. It's which not even. Why you can pretty much duo it if you have like a level right. 38 or higher account. Right. It's not a very hard EX raid boss, which is actually pretty great. Um, its stamina is only 100. Again, not great. So it's only an attacker. Baseline, only an attacker. Yeah. Can't use it for anything else. And even then, he's super yes. squishy. I mean, you can't use him as a defender in a gym anyway, right. so it's not a big deal. So his best movesets are Charge Beam and Thunderbolt, which are both electric, or Zen Headbutt, which is psychic and Thunderbolt, or Zen Headbutt and Psycho Boost, which are both psychic. That's our, our current raid boss until the next form, which is probably going to be the attack form? The attack form? The attack form. I think. I don't know. I think it might be defense. Well, it depends. If they roll out the new battle system soon, mm-hmm. which they might, given the whole CP snafu thing that happened recently, um, I think actually if, if speed has anything to do with any of the exciting changes that are coming up, they, we might see a speed form as a way to help like showcase those changes sure. and celebrate those changes. Well, I think it would be weird to have the attack form right after the normal form, considering they're both high in attack. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. we also thought it'd be weird to have three boring Reggie bosses on a row. That's and true. That definitely happened. Surprise, so, surprise. Yeah. I disagree with Chris, though, on the idea of the speed, because I don't think speed's going to do anything, but they're trying to make defense more of a relevant stat, right. so the defense form seems like it would make more it sense. seems more likely to shake fair. it up a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. You know, we didn't talk about the CP thing that happened on Monday. Maybe we should talk about that for a second. The re-roll? Yeah, I, I keep mentioning it in passing. I realize that we haven't talked about it. It just seemed like it happened so long ago. It was so strange. Yeah, so on so Monday. So fleeting. On Monday, I was out and about, or out and about, or... Out and about. Out. Out. Rob, please, please confirm. Hmm. Give me a call later this week and just yell that at me. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> uh, I was out and about, and uh, with Terry Wolf, we are hanging out, and... Something really weird happened. We were running out the square, <laughs> and uh, we looked at our phones, and the CP change happened, mm-hmm. which was, we were like, oh, yeah, look at that. We were, like, celebrating, looking through, and, like, seeing what was good, what was not, and then we were looking through, and we're like, hey, like the HP looks a little bit weird on these guys, and it turned out that there was a major issue with the CP change because the whole HP standardization thing happened. Everybody got, like, a little bit more HP, and, like... People that had less HP got more HP, all that stuff. Um, but what actually happened was that it didn't fill up their health bars all the way. So everybody was, quote unquote, damaged. So it would have cost me, what, 900 potions. super potions to get everybody up to speed, basically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did it, which they're frustrated about now. But I think within 30, 30 it was like 38 minutes, something like that, down to the down to the minute, basically. I think it was like sure. about 38 minutes later, they reverted the change, except for your poor, poor Blissies and Chanseys. They remained damaged for some reason or dead. Was it dead? They no, were, just sorry, damaged. Fainted? Okay, they were damaged? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so some weird stuff happened on Monday. But where you will see the new stat reroll is in the currently live Generation 4 Pokemon. Okay. It just hasn't happened for the Generations 1 through 3 Pokemon. Because they can't figure it out yet. Well, because something happened. We're not yeah. quite sure what happened. Actually, I was okay with it because I just kind of wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. 
would have been ridiculous for me to spend that many potions on stuff, but right. whatever. We would have gotten there eventually. The um, only frustrating thing about the CP reroll, though, is like you put so much Stardust and Candies into getting your Pokemon to a certain level, and like Blissey got nerfed. We'll see. None of that matters, what, what Stardust and stuff you put into it, because you still have to put that Stardust in to level it up each level. Just how much it gains per level is being it's changed. It's true, but if so, the end but if goal is the different. meta changes in such a way that like you're a a certain Pokemon went from like rank, let's just say hypothetically rank three to rank thirteen, which isn't an awful change, but it would have changed what somebody would have invested their Stardust into. Is what Ness is trying to say. That's right. true. So I spent. But do we know that that change has happened? No, not yet. Not yet. But we're just saying, um, from what we saw on Monday, at least with Blissey getting nerfed, you know, it was down by. 800, 800 cp level, or think. so which is yeah. a lot i know i put a lot into my blissies because mine didn't start out great yeah and to watch all of that kind of go down the drain is a little bit frustrating it's true but it's still going to be just as effective as a defender yeah. i don't think it's rank as a defender yeah, it's down. still going to be the best yeah. gym yeah. defender and i mean game. it evens out because some of the the pokemon stats went up you know that you didn't invest into a lot of people were showing that you know, the champs broke 3k. A lot of people were showing that they, they would power up a Pokemon and they would get negative CP on that. I don't know if that was kind of Some a consequence stuff, of the reroll. So Some they just really took it all back. Stuff. They're like, never mind. Yeah, Forget so. that ever happened. We'll see you next week. Yeah. So maybe we might see it either tomorrow on Monday, the 22nd, or maybe we'll see it on Tuesday for round two of this. Hopefully it all goes well. But we're not going to go into like the new rankings and stuff like that with the meta and things that you should worry about or look forward to until these stats are actually live. Not yet. So um, don't you worry I'm your sorry pretty little if heads. You might have been. <laughs> I'm sorry if you might have been looking forward to that conversation this week since that was kind of a big deal on Monday. But we're not going to talk about it until those things are actually finalized. Yes. And you can bet your bottom dollar that we will definitely keep you guys up to date on our Facebook and Twitter, much like we did this past week. Yeah. But back to PokePole. So last week's question was, how have you been preparing for Generation 4? Any special Pokemon ready for evolution, Stardust, or just leveling up? Johnny H. Smith says, I am working on finding a strong Rosalia and collecting candies for Rosalia and Magneton. Alex says, saving candies for the Mon with evolutions coming out. Saved a couple shiny Eevee from Community Day for Glaceon and Leafeon, as did we. And saved up some raid passes to go nuts when they dropped Giratina. Terry Wolf, I'm not sure I have enough Murkrow candy. You know what, Terry? Probably not. (laughs) In case you don't know, Terry Wolf has something like 10,000 Murkrow candy. I think he said he almost had 11,000. Right. Probably. Not Terry. <laughs> You're not ready. He's, he's Terry. Ready. He he's failed. Definitely. He sent like a, I think a follow up tweet like an hour later. It's like I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are the most ready person that I know. <laughs> Our dear friend Robert Matthews says I have some lucky versions of Rhydon and a 100 IV EV for Glaceon. Mostly been getting candies and getting ready to evolve. Pineapping any Pokemon that has a Gen 4 evolution and keeping the high IV ones for evolving. Chris Poopa says, Inventory is stacked with balls and berries, Pokemon storage, and is cleaned up. Daxley says, Ready to evolve my shiny Murkrow. Have two shiny Eevees ready as well, and looking forward to evolving my Lucky Rhydon. I'm also looking forward to evolving. That's kind of the big thing that I'm yeah, waiting for. It's going to be a big, it's going to be right. huge. It's going to change mm-hmm. the face of, well, a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Jackie K says, Short answer, yes, I should have enough candies for each evolution, along with a few high V Pokemon for some of them, including Murkrow. 
Ash Prosser says, I am completely ready for Gen 4. Good for you, Ash. I have enough candy to evolve all my Pokemon that have new evolutions, just needing any items that may require when they get released. I have also stocked up on my TMs so I can get the best possible moveset for my Pokemon when I get them. Also, I have loads of Stardust waiting so I can power them up that I want to use. That is a lot of really good preparation, Ash. I'm not yeah, even, he, I don't think we're that far. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> But this week's Pokepole, with Beldum Community Day behind us, who is up next for November's Community Day? What do you think, Chris? For November? Yes. My money is on... Hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed, because I was I was really ready with a good suggestion for October. I really wanted it to be, it to be ghastly before, right, right. before Beldum was announced, but mm-hmm. it's probably going to be a Generation 2 or 3 Pokemon. You think so? But it's got to be a starter. I mean, come on, we a starter. We've got a we've got a pretty good uh, flow going yeah. here. It's totally gonna be Totodile, the, the Cyndaquil. Uh, Bulbasaur was the first grass starter. Yeah, went to the community day, and then, was and then we just had Chikorita, and then it was Charmander. So I hope so. Cyndaquil's my favorite Pokemon. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely please, Cyndaquil. Please, I I would love a. Cynd- oh my gosh! Oh yeah, because just remember, shiny Cynd- uh Sorry, shiny Typhlosion looks boring. Does he again? Is yeah, the same? I don't care, Kyle. He's kind of like perfect, just the way he is. Stop got... it! No, he's <laughs> fine. He's fine. Yes, he kind of has like an off-colored back. His but back is I made out of the fire, man. That he shoots Come up. on. Well, his back is not. He just has like two holes that shoot fire yeah, out. That's of true. Yeah, other than that, he's basically like just a gigantic ferret. I really want a. He's like a sl- giant slug. I want a shiny pony. It's not cow. a giant slug. Yo, why are you just like. Yo. Why are you being so mean to my favorite Pokemon? What are you doing? <laughs> shiny Ponyta looks oh amazing. Oh my God. I, my eyes could not have rolled back further. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever, because she's got a cool mane that's like, what is it, blue or is it purple yeah, or something? Blue. It's blue. That's yeah, kind of it's bright blue. blue. Like, you know what? I like the aesthetic. Yeah, it's neat. But Cyndaquil is adorable, and then Typhlosion is a really cool Pokemon. He is so offended right now. I'm upset. He's doing the electric squirrel. You can't see it, though. <laughs> He's just bobbing his head back and forth. <laughs> just inspired by the Chimchar, you know? Real inspired. Yeah, Party dude. Rock okay, look, I'm looking forward to Cyndaquil Community Day. Okay. That's what we're talking about, right? How how much we're looking forward <laughs> to Cyndaquil Community Day? Definitely. If you guys yes. agree with me that Cyndaquil is the best Pokemon ever, okay. no need to send in an email because I already know what your answer is. Okay. Yep. <laughs> if you think it's something else, go ahead and let us know. Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever you want to do. I think it's going to be something else. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's not going to be that. <laughs> Careful. You're contrarian to showing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the contrarian here. Well, you know what? I'm I'm taking that stance this time. Okay. Well, I just don't want do Chris to be suggest- right. Do you have okay. a suggestion we'll for what no, it might be? Anything Maybe it'll else. be Totodile. Maybe. If it's Totodile, we have to go around and making like duck noises the I would time. love for Niantic to just kind of sweep everybody off their feet and do like a Gen 3 oh. or Gen 4. Just, just do Garchomp something crazy. crazy. Oh my or God. whatever uh, it's called. Gabbit? I would lose Gabbit? it. Yeah. Garbite, go, yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything interesting. I don't know. Except for Cyndaquil. Except for Cyndaquil. She hates my happiness. I don't. I don't. You just don't want me to be right? Yes. But I'm happiest when I'm right. You hate my happiness. No, I don't hate it. <laughs> I just dissent. I could just live without it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just saying it could be open to something else. It could right? be. It could be something else. You're right. But and I'm, you know, I would, you know, I would love to shake it up with something else. Okay. I'm going to be the one, the one in the room that doesn't agree. That's fine. She's there has the to be one. at least one. There of has us. to be somebody to stand up. Right. Make make a stand. You know. Right. But you know, and I know, and Kyle knows. And John Hankey knows that Cyndaquil Community Day is for November. Okay. And November is for the Cyndaquil. Yeah. It's the month of the Cyndaquil. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. If you guys have a different answer, go ahead and send us an email (laughs) to mail at gocastpodcast.com or answer it when we post it on Facebook and slash or Twitter, which we'll get to in a little bit here on what those specific handles are. Ness, thanks so much for the Pokeball. You're welcome. All right, let's get into some emails here. Speaking of emails, first one's from Ash Prosser. Just to give you the heads up that we received the all clear from the floods at 6 a.m. this morning. So life goes back to normal for me. So for those of you that have been following the ongoing drama that has been Ash Prosser's UK life of flooding and stuff like that, they are all good to go. That's fantastic. He actually sent me this email. I think it was like on Tuesday, maybe Monday last week. So he's been good for a while. Um, I have my team of friends ready for Beldum Community Day 2, refusing to use any pineapple berries until then. Hopefully, I can get enough shinies to complete the line, then enough candies so I can use them in the future uh, when I need them. With the hatch buff that they will be including, I plan to go in and hatch as many eggs as possible. Super excited for Generation 4 now. Can't wait to hear the podcast again. So hopefully, Ash, you we're just as excited as we were and delighted to see that Generation 4 came out like not a day later. <laughs> right. Yes. So hopefully you're looking forward to what's about to come up this week. And thanks for writing in as always. New person writing in. Jess Benson said, Chris, Kyle, and Ness. Hello. Okay. So now I have to share this glory for my three favorite trainers since none of my friends here understand the joy of Pokemon. Boo. The wife and I were trading and I got a 100% lucky Rattata. Tell Kyle, I'm pretty sure it beats his lucky girlfriend's trade for the Weedle. It might beat it. It's possible. It might beat it. But I did trade a shiny Puchenya for it. That's true. Uh, that's that's right. very true. That's right. Uh, Jess follows up saying, I immediately evolved it into a now perfect lucky Raticate. So how about that? I mean, mine's a Kakuna now. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, I think you win there. Yeah. Perfect lucky Raticate's pretty rad. Uh, anyway, had to share something. Hope you all are awesome and catch all the shiny Beldums. Cheers from Nashville. Thanks, Jess. Thanks. Next one's from Alex, our friend Alex. Hey, y'all. First off, I love the show. Out of all the Pokemon Go podcasts, y'all's is my favorite. Thanks. I love the fact that you said y'all's. Y'all's. Thank all you very y'all's. much. Secondly, I wanted to comment on how I feel as though amongst all the Generation 4 hype and Meltan madness, then people have completely overlooked the release of mythical Pokemon, Jirachi. I think that Niantic has made it pretty clear that the next set of special research will be centered around Meltan. So when do y'all think we might see this re- uh, this release? And additionally, do you even think it'll be a special research or perhaps a new mechanic? On that note, in what ways do you think Niantic may be able to release new Pokemon in the future aside from the special research mechanic? I Keep forgot. Good work, Alex. I forgot all about Meltan this week. And what a week Bless. it was. Yeah. Bless. <laughs> I'm excited for Meltan, but I was excited to not talk about Meltan as well. There you go. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys think about we couldn't avoid Jirachi, it. this whole Jirachi-based question? I have no idea. So Jirachi's basically like the Mew of right, Generation right, right, 2. Right. So Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think people are giving Meltan too much credit. It's The event's going to coincide with Pokemon Let's Go. That's, that's pretty clear. 
right. don't think this is going to step on any toes for plans to release a special research for Jirachi, though. Okay. Do you think that they might try something different for Jirachi, or are we pretty sure that's going to be special research just like everything else? I think they're going to keep it to the special research probably until they drastically change things at least that's true i mean it's a nice way for them to like build a pseudo narrative around a pokemon while still not really having to implement that new or crazy of a mechanic it's just like a kind of a compilation of the same sorts of stuff we're used to seeing already you know catch this throw this feed this spin this trade this you know Mm -hmm. walk this far i mean it'd be a pretty good idea to introduce some new research with all of the Gen 4 stuff going on. Yeah, but you can only do some, you mean like mechanic-wise or just new rewards? Because really I mean, right just, now, all we're used to seeing is new rewards. Yeah, I think it'll just be focused around, you know, the new starters, the new types coming out, the new raid bosses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fair. The usual. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what they could do for a new mechanic, except yeah. for like maybe visiting, like we've said before, I think Purple Nightmare brought this up, uh, but it was... In a previous episode, you know, like Pokemarts, special locations. Mm-hmm. If they did fun stuff like that with Pokestops where you had to go to different ones and kind of go like on a pseudo Pokemon pilgrimage, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of fun for Jirachi. I don't know how they would do that, though. I have no idea either, but I really can't think of any other mechanics right now off the top of my head that might work. Um, so, yeah, our our best guess is going to be special research, and they'll probably do it after Meltan. Maybe next year. That sounds well. Right. Let's go, Eevee, and let's go. Pikachu comes out in November, doesn't it? November twelfth. Yes. We will see a lot probably that week about where everything's going to go because it's going to have to split off somehow. But it's probably going to be yeah. very wrapped up around that the game release. It's going to be Meltan Central for a while. Yeah. And Generation Four stuff. So I'm really happy that Meltan and Generation Four are kind of overlapping, so we have a little bit of distraction from the Meltan sure. madness, as as Alex said in his email. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. thanks for writing it. We really appreciate it. Next one is from Gym Leader Mario. Hey, Chris, Ness, and Kyle. Just like before, I love you guys, and this is the best Pogo podcast to share with a bunch of my friends. Thanks. Wow. Thank you. That's really nice. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Hope they also enjoy it. I played Pokemon just like you guys back in the day. Red version was my first game. Gen 1. My first Pokemon was Charmander. Gen just 1. Just like me. Not because it was my favorite, but because it was the Pokemon on the packaging of my game. Later on, I restarted my game and Squirtle Gang or Die. Oh. Gen 1. That took quite quite a turn. I don't agree anymore. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Squirrel's cool. But I was just a kid, so I never invested a lot of time in the games. It was my senior year in high school when Pearl and Diamond came out. I got Diamond and I saw the cute little turtle, Turtwig. Turtwig was my first Pokemon to reach level 100 and has a special place in my heart because of this. Love you guys. Keep it up. So, Jim Leader Mario is indeed a Turtwig, turtwig person. person. Yes. On yes. <laughs> yes. that topic... Do you guys remember the first Pokemon you ever got to 100 legitimately? Gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was my Charizard in red. I think yeah. I had I think I had Blastoise. What about you, Kyle? You guys, you guys went all the way with that one? I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a level 100 Pokemon until Ruby and Sapphire with my Sceptile. Okay. Oh, Sceptile is such a cool Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, he's rad. Too bad he's not that great in Pogo, but... Uh... Yeah. Hopefully the uh, the CP rebalance might give him a little bit of new new life. But I did take a look at the chart the other day, and it wasn't looking that promising for poor Sceptile. Uh, maybe a community day and a proper move might help him out in the future. Who knows? Moving on, the next email is from Quentin. Hey, guys, my name is Quentin. I just found out about you guys' podcast last week, and I really enjoy it. I'm a level 34 instinct player. Ooh. Not many of us out there. Kyle. 
I've had a really good start to the week. I caught a shiny Pico and hatched a shiny Omen. Wow. And 11 Pokemon hey. in the Sinnoh region. Good for you. That's pretty awesome. Hey, that's a good week. After listening to you guys talk about the Go Plus, I decided to buy one, and it's worked wonders for me so far. My goal for the rest of the week is to reach 1 million experience. I'm 250,000 away, catch at least three shiny Beldum, and catch a total of 15 Sinnoh region Pokemon. Thank you for your amazing podcast, and wish you guys good luck on Community Day from Quentin. I bet I bet Quentin got his, got his goal. Oh, yeah. I, I really hope he did. Yeah. Why don't you send us a follow-up email? We'd love to hear about how that went. Yeah. Hopefully the three shiny Beldum over just fine for you i'm hoping it did i would be just as excited about the shiny panko how come everybody's getting shiny pankos except for us oh. <laughs> y'all need to share your shiny pankos please they're pretty interesting pokemon yeah i would be delighted to have a shiny it panko. just reminds me of like when you're in first grade and you have to make christmas ornaments out of random mundane objects because you're a first grader and don't yeah. have any money My pine cones. so you bring like a pine cone to school and they're like dip it in gold paint and all of a sudden it's christmas that's what it makes me feel like which is great i love that feeling so that's bring fair. it for a christmas event can we just get a shiny pine cone event where they're just all over the place they're yeah pretty great. they do look like ornaments you're right. be okay fun. with that replace the the hat pikachus with yeah. a hat pine cone. what about a Pinecoe <laughs> that has a pikachu hat what about just a shiny pine cone hey. with a hat? they should put pikachu hats on every other Pokemon. <laughs> and Pikachu just isn't in the game anymore for like a month. Oh, dear. I'd be into that. I'd be into that. Great. I would like all of the gold and silver Pokemon shinies to be around. We haven't even finished all the Kanto Pokemon yet. A shiny Pinko, then. Oh, you mean like gold and silver, like the coloration, not generation yeah, two? No. Oh, wow. No. How did you go there, too? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. That was just me? Yeah. Oh, uh oh. Whoopsies. No. Uh, I'm, I, feel, I feel real dumb. All right. <laughs> Okay, last email here, and this one is from Roy. Roy David Lester the Third. Beldum Community Day. Hey guys and gal, I Hi. love the show. I play it when I'm pogoing. Okay, so let's get into this Beldum Community Day. I caught six shinies, one of which was ninety one percent. Oh, good job. That's really awesome for a shiny. I evolved and powered it up, giving me a ninety one percent Metagross. It's awesome in certain battles. I wish I could send a brag pick. One thing, Beldum is for real. The first shiny I've ever caught. Congratulations. That's a good one to catch. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks for the podcast. It's really the best Pogo podcast out right now. Thanks again. Happy face. That's really that's really nice of you to say. Right. I would suggest, though, listeners, if you haven't already, give there's, there's a bunch of other really great Pokemon Go podcasts out there that we talk to and that we're friends with. Mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. really recommend if you haven't gone listen to other ones or you have found us through other shows or vice versa. Give these other shows a try, too, because they're awesome as well. They all kind of give their own little flavor. It's pretty great. Thanks for listening, and thanks for writing in, Roy. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I would love to know what CP is 91% Metagross was. And go ahead and send us a brag pic on Twitter or Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah, please do that. And you can uh, send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com, or you can send those brag pics, like Ness was saying, on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash the GoCast Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at GoCast Podcast. You can also visit our website at www.gocastpodcast.com. And before we get out of here, because we are wrapping up the show here, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's do the whole goal thing, shall we? Uh, he has One his notepad more up. time. One more time. Every episode. All the time. <laughs> Nass, what's your goal for next Never week? Never forget. <laughs> I won't. Not with this handy-dandy notebook. Yikes. You've made so many... 
Blue's nope. Clues references. Blue's Clues references today. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, my goal for next week, I... Level 40. Um, I would like to have the third evolution of all the starters because I don't have those yet. I only have my Infernape. I would like the Torterra and the Empoleon. And then I would love to get some 10k eggs and hatch some Shinx or Lucario's. That would be great. You want to put down hatch Shinx and Lucario or Um, hatch Shinx or Lucario? And or. And slash or. Really just leave it open there. Uh, Yeah. You know, so it's Riolu. Thank you. Yes. Got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are going to be my goals. Okay. Kyle. My goal is to feel better this week. <laughs> feel better. But I, I, feel better. I do have a conservative goal because it's not too far away. I want to level up this week. I'm level 35, 300,000 from 36 oh you can do it you can do it kyle and i've got i've got a bunch of ultra friends so as long as my friends you know work with me it's guaranteed but you know your friends don't always work with you (laughs) that's true sometimes they leave your your place of work and then they work somewhere else and also sometimes they just don't open up your gifts so yeah (sighs) how about you chris what are your goals my goal is to Send out a lot of gifts and be a good friend this week. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But for me, you should tell that's Alex. what's really important. <laughs> I'm going to keep reminding him every single day that he needs to send gifts and open our gifts and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. until he's best friends with us. And then he'll just, it'll be radio silence for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my goal is going to be, uh, I want to get at least 500,000 experience into level 39. Okay. So... That'd be great. And then I, I really, I do want to get my Riolu and my Lucario. Mm-hmm. I did hatch a Shinx today and I had gotten two Shinx this week from one star raids. So I, I kind of want to get all the way up to at least a Lux Ray, at least one Lux Ray, if not all three line and have them. Wow. So 500,000 Lux Ray mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Riolu. I'm not so sure about a Lucario, but we'll see. We'll see what the week has to do for us. Okay. But also, I'm really looking forward to the new generation four-wave happen probably on Tuesday and or an event and or a new legendary raid boss. So we'll see. Maybe I'll make an executive decision okay. and change my goals. You can't do that. I definitely you can. You can't do because that. Because if there's a new raid boss, of course my goal is going to be like, get the new raid boss. Nah. You know, like, come on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you have uh-huh. to preemptively make that goal. Okay. All right, you can't well, just willy-nilly change your goals. There's no accountability in that. What's the point of this notebook? <laughs> right. Sorry. I'm abandoning structure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. If I haven't you know, apparently torn the world asunder by just abandoning all the rules. <laughs> <in general. laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week for episode 18. Bye. 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 Bye.